Welcome to the Law Firm Growth Podcast, where we share the latest tips, tactics, and strategies for scaling your practice from the top experts in the world of growing law firms. Are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. I am here today with a very interesting episode. So we have Paul Gribian, who is the president of NOTA, to talk about a subject that we have not covered previously on the podcast. So I know we talk about growth a lot here, and I kind of tend to think of myself as more of an uh, offense-minded guy, but this is a very important piece of defense because all the marketing and the intake and the hiring doesn't matter if you get disbarred. (laughs) So I wanted to talk about how this is going to connect, but thank you so much for coming on the show, Paul. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Awesome. Okay. You guys might be curious about how I meant that specifically, but um, basically uh, Paul is the president of Noda, which deals with helping with your trust accounts. So you have money from clients. A lot of people aren't doing a super good job of tracking it, but um, he's come up with a solution that's pretty interesting. So um, basically to kind of like kick things off, you know, you have a background as a technologist and this is a very specific challenge, but I was wondering how you arrived at this and what kind of inspired this as something that was a challenge that you wanted to solve. Thank you so much. That's a really good question. So, you know, my background, as you said, is really, you know, technology and software. And I, you know, spend majority of my career in, in fintech working with financial institutions to deliver, you know, products for uh, their clients. And at some point, I had a, you know, conversation with M&T Bank and they identified, used to be a client of mine in my past, they identified a very specific pain point for their customers, which are small and solo attorneys that don't have large back offices to deal with their compliance matters. And one of the key ones being the IOTA account, right? And before hearing about this, I was not familiar with the IOTA account, like probably most of us don't. And basically the fundamental idea there is managing IOTA accounts, you know, has some regulatory scrutiny that most people don't want to deal with. And I love the analogy that you had around the fact that, you know, offense versus defense so one of the things that, you know, we are building with Noda is actually being able to provide IOTA as a service, right? So I'm used to building software as a service. So the closest way I've come to describe what we're doing is actually that, right? We want to make sure that we are providing IOTA as a service and worry about the IOTA account regulatory issues on behalf of our clients, on behalf of our users, so they don't have to, and they can actually focus on offense and grow their business and help their clients. And as far as the definition for like, I know we do have, actually every once in a while, we'll have somebody reaches out to the show, a proper first year attorney to to kind of just hang up their shingle. But for for people who might not be super familiar with the regulations, what's the definition of IELTA and, you know, in kind of layman's terms, what does this mean for the average law firm? Yeah, it basically means that for certain practice types more than others, you know, and this is what we're kind of coming across, is that, for example, if you're, IOTA is created to for clients' funds, right? So uh, most attorneys, every attorney has to have an operating account, right? You know, you start a business, you do an LLC or an LLP, you basically create a bank account. To have an IOTA account, those are basically, it's a trust account where you put the funds that haven't been earned by you. And those, that, that's a, a separate account where a client's funds or some transaction funds that haven't been recognized by your law firms get placed into. And then there are some mechanisms to draw those funds 
And, you know, it can get fairly complicated, right? And this is where we come in to try to solve that problem. And we're doing it directly within your bank account and being able to kind of distinguish the funds between various clients within that one IOTA account. For example, with real estate transactions, personal injury transactions, as well as kind of estate planning transactions, this is very common. So if those are the type of cases you're planning to take on as a new solo or a small law firm, you absolutely will have to have an IOTA account and you will find out fairly quickly that this is a very hairy process that can very quickly get you in trouble. And so our job is to keep you out of trouble and help you do things in the best practices directly within your bank account. And in case an ethics committee ever kind of pulls you in, you know, you have the appropriate reporting to be you know, well prepared for those conversations if they ever take place. Yeah. So basically at a high level, you know, I know actually probably the, the closest analogy to the stuff that we do is a lot of times we're actually billing upfront for ad spend. So if we have 50 clients and there's some sort of a pool for the ad spend that they've paid us for, again, we don't have the scrutiny of a state bar organization, but we have to pull out one specific account for the ad spend that they'd contributed that month. It would be a huge pain in the butt to reconcile that, to put it in there, that kind of thing, right? That's right. And you have to do it to the penny um, and that's where it gets kind of complicated, you know, Hey, you know, a lot of the times, one of the things that we use for, hear from our users is that exactly that, you know, you have a remainder of, you know, $10 and you have no idea who it belongs to, which is, you know, stresses a lot, a lot of our users, um, out. And that's where our job is to try to make sure that we reconcile things to the penny. Yeah, I was going to say, because like, I mean, most of the people that get into the law definitely, well, I'm, I'm probably saying we, we have seen a couple of CPA, uh, just to say attorneys and business attorneys for sure. But most of the other ones aren't getting into this to, uh, to do accounting. <laughs> and so, frankly, you know, you shouldn't have to, right? You know, you went to law school. A lot of our kind of headlines is that you went to law school to be a lawyer and not an accountant. And we want to make sure that we're promoting social justice and making the soul of small attorneys more efficient so they can more focus on practicing law and, you know, uh, fighting for their clients cases and instead of trying to spend hours and hours, you know, reconciling their IOTA account to the penny. Yeah. And I would say too, I mean, that's the thing too, like the situation of being a solo attorney is one of, you know, the very, very limited resource of time. And I would imagine keeping extremely good records and detailed records on this stuff is probably one of the first things that will go by the wayside. If you know, you're staying up until nine or 10 and your partner's yelling at you, why you haven't been to dinner this week and that kind of thing. So I can imagine that the time savings are pretty crazy, but just to kind of also connect this. And I know you guys have, uh, you know, worked in a lot of different States across the country, but as far as the consequences to not having this done, I guess, like, what does a nightmare situation look like for somebody when they have a situation where, you know, they, they haven't been keeping good records of this stuff? And I guess that could be in terms of time, in terms of consequences with the bar. Like, what are the, you know, how bad can this really get if you don't have it solved? Well, I mean, you get this bar, right? Embezzlement of funds, it's real, right? While it doesn't happen every day, but it's certainly, we have uh, users that experience that. And uh, by using NOTA, they were able to get in front of ethics committees and get back in good standing. We also have, you know, users that were audited before, and that was a very difficult process. And then they got audited again, but then they have NOTA, and that was a very simple process. To give you an example, we have one of our uh, personal injury attorneys in Maryland, and she got called to an ethics committee, and she was able to basically print a report from NOTA 
send that in and basically uh, get them, you know, offer back, so to speak. So that's one element of it. And the second element of it is time. I mean, that's the most precious resource. And I come from a, a family of small business owners and a small law practice, as you always talk about, is, is, is a small business. And your personal finances, as well as your business finances, are kind of one of the same for most of you know, small business owners. So I have a, a ton of empathy for that. And you know, one of the things we're trying to do is actually make something that's supposed to be regulated, somewhat ambiguous, because there is a difference between those IOTA accounts per state, the regulations per state, and you know, try to simplify it for the user so they can spend less time on it. We also have, you know, you mentioned partners. Uh, we have a number of our users that their spouses or their parents, you know, some family members are helping them manage the IOTA account because it's a, such an important and sensitive topic that they trust only their closest people, their family members to help them with it because it's so complicated. Right. Yeah. It's almost like the cash register in like, you know, a, a brick and mortar business, right? Like, you know, you don't want to have anyone off the street. Or something, you know, right? Like I definitely exactly. think, uh, yeah, exactly. I'm in New York and you think a lot of the, you have a lot of children and, and uh, grandparents running the, the cash registers at the bodegas around here. Okay. Yeah. Definitely seems like the importance is there. And like, I mean, also just kind of one thing as far as the time situation. So, you know, no one likes to hear the word audit for sure. But like, I mean, I'm sure that you guys were doing the research when you know decided to go into this. What kind of nightmare situations have you seen in terms of, I guess, the time commitments to avoid getting disbarred when these things are happening? Because I can imagine it could be really hard to, to undo this. I wouldn't be able to tell you what the process is to kind of, if you get disbarred, you know, what's the process? I think you, you're going to have to hire a lawyer's lawyer, you know, to yeah. kind of, we actually familiar with some of those guys, you know, we've spoken with them. So I wouldn't be able to comment on a time commitment. I would assume that depends on case by case basis. Yeah. Um, but certainly that's a position. My job and my team's job is to worry about this so our users don't have to. So switching gears a little bit, Paul. So this actually sounds really good. I can definitely see. And you know, one of the ways I always kind of like to frame things in, in anything that we're doing is kind of show people what they're trying to avoid here. So I mean, it sounds like this is a solution that people absolutely need. But I'm kind of connecting it back to technology. I mean, like in order to get these sort of benefits, what does the process look like to somebody who's signing up with Noda? Yeah, so it's, you know, we try to make it super straightforward. At the moment, Nota is only available to, you know, you would have to have an IOTA account with uh, M&T Bank. You know, currently it's kind of limited to them. In the future, we might expand it, but for now, you know, you have to have an IOTA account with M&T Bank. It's fairly simple. If you're not an M&T Bank customer, then we'll have to create an IOTA account. We do this completely uh, online, so you don't have to go to a branch or, you know, uh, whatever that is. So we do it online. And then you basically, you're up and running. You know, you've got a bank account that's fully connected to this innovative software that we've built, and it allows you to keep track of your funds between various clients. And at the end of the day, have that three-way account reconciliation uh, that basically allows you to track the funds and reconcile them to the penny in your uh, bank account. And the difference between, so it's a really, you know, a one-step process. You open an account and with it, you get uh, a NOTA at uh, no additional charge. We don't charge for NOTA. And, um, you know, one of the things that our uh, users ask us is that, well, how do you monetize it? Well, we monetize things based on the financial services. You know, you come in on as a client uh, from a banking standpoint. So there is no additional charge for that. So no kidding. So basically all this entire software to that platform and all the consequences and the horrible time investment that you have to exchange is, is basically free of charge. 
That's right. As long as you open a, uh, an IOTA account uh, with MNT Bank. Okay. Yeah, that's super cool. And then like, yeah, I mean, it sounds like almost like a no brainer too. So and like, as far as kind of like the deployments too, like, do you ever have any, like, you know, when you have somebody that's onboarded, that's new, like, is there any sort of like a onboarding situation or do you ever have to like untangle a poorly managed IELTA account for somebody who's come on or like, what does that usually look like? Absolutely. We try to do things in two steps. You know, step one is that, listen, any new transactions you got going on, we'll get those covered. But then also some users, you know, it depends, right? If you're a new practice, that's fairly, fairly easy. But if you've been in business for, you know, several years, we'll have to spend some time with you to try to untangle some of the transactions if they're not reconciled. And so we'll do the work with you. You know, you get really one of the benefits of Noda is not only getting the technology side of things, which is we're constantly building new features and working with our users to add more features to the product. But also you get a white glove service with our customer success and customer support team that will work with you. And they intimately familiar with IOTA account uh, transactions because we're specialists, right? Like if you were to go to any other bank or even other CPA, you know, those guys try to tend to work with various other businesses where my team's exclusive focus is solo on small attorney firms and exclusive focused on IOTA, uh, you know, issues. So when you talk to our guys, um, you know, you'll find out that our team members, I should say, you'll get a specialist and a white glove service. And like we've talked about it, you know, which doesn't really cost you anything. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And then like for people that are considering this, I know that you guys aren't everywhere in the country right now, but like what are, you know, it's in certain states, right? So we're currently in nine states, but we're thinking about extension. So those states are New York, New Jersey, Maryland, Pennsylvania, uh, Delaware, Connecticut, Virginia, D.C., and Florida. But certainly, you know, if you're not in those states, we'll, we still want to hear from you. We're still happy to talk to you. And, uh, you know, because at the end of the day, we know we'll be expanding. Uh, so we're happy to add you to our list. And, and once, you know, your state comes online, we'll more be, be more than happy to add you as a user. Yeah. And just curious too, as far as like when you guys ended up starting this, like how far along in the journey are you? So uh, about a year and a half in, I personally uh, joined, uh, you know, 13 months ago, but Nora was incubated and built a year and a half ago. And it's been hell of a journey, to be honest with you, because our mission is to learn from our users and keep enriched the product. And I'm just so proud of the team and, and the things that we're continuing to build and enrich the product really on a monthly basis. Yeah. I kind of wish I asked that earlier because that's extremely impressive. Like I was kind of, I mean, I had the impression this has been going for like five or like 10 years. So, I mean, as far as timelines too. So if, if you didn't hear your state just called uh, when, when Paul was naming him just now, you know, that's probably something that's, I'm, I'm assuming that the, the pace is accelerating as well too. So it might not be long before that happens, not to put you in any hot water as far as people's expectations. But, um, you know, that's the other thing too. It's like, I think, you know, one of the things you keep hearing is it really is special to have something, you know, building things to the rules of the bar in different states is not an easy feat to have and to have the focus and be reinvesting in that process too. And I know as somebody who's coming from tech, like, you know, this is something that you probably think of in a bit of more deliberate way than the average show off the street, right? So, I mean, it's fantastic that you guys have been investing time into doing this and just, you know, I guess like, have you found any sort of like surprising changes that ended up happening to the platform as a result of user feedback? Yeah, so, you know, one of the things that we have monthly uh, meetings with our user advisory console, right? Which is, you know, seven attorneys 
that we work with very closely. They're our power users. You know, at this point, uh, we have 400 plus users on a platform and growing exponentially month over month. And so basically, uh, one of the things that was interesting is that we were going to build in a feature for time spent on a specific client matter. And uh, our users told us that's not helpful. And we thought that's going to be a really cool feature to add. But they told us it's not helpful because that doesn't fully capture the time that they spend on a particular case. And it can be misleading. So that's an example of like, we meant well, but we don't build it until we check with our community, with our user base. And this was a really good example of saying, listen, like, you know, don't just build it uh, and thinking that for you creating value, be obsessed and have that customer obsession and work with your user to make sure that anything you're doing, even though you think it's well-intentioned, is actually adding value. Yeah, that's super smart. And also just FYI, that approach works for law firms as well. So keep that one in mind if you're, for the listener. <laughs> but um, that's super impressive. And yeah, I mean, as far as kind of like the growth path for you guys, do you guys integrate with any other sort of solutions? And like when you mentioned the time tracking thing, that just made me think of some of the practice management solutions in there. So like, how do you guys kind of see the development path as far as stuff that's existing, like integrations, that kind of thing? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you, you asked. You know, I, I come from uh, the fintech world and everything is just becoming very API driven, integration driven. So we currently integrate with LowPay. We integrate with QuickBooks. And for 2021, we've got uh, a long list of practice management solutions that we will be integrating with because, again, this is one of the things that our users had asked for. So absolutely, practice management integrations is the most important thing uh, for us to be working on in 2021. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, yeah, I mean, honestly, like I'm, I'm excited and I don't even own a law firm. So <laughs> you've been doing a pretty good job, Paul. So, I mean, if anyone is thinking like this is, you know, a great thing and, and honestly, you know, just me stepping aside for the price tag, I think you know, it's an absolutely fantastic value for sure. And like, you know, what's there to lose? Honestly, it's like, you know, if, if you have a situation where you might not be doing this, make it easy on your partner or your grandma or, <laughs> or your accountant who's overcharging you for taking care of this stuff and, and get it kind of handled for you. But what would be the next step for somebody who's thinking it's a good move to move forward with you guys? And, and I'll tell you, we want to make sure that it's a, a happy marriage or a partnership on both sides. And so the way we're doing this, we're not just opening up uh, NOTA to anyone. You know, the best way to do that, we've got a, a session uh, with uh, our IOTA group uh, which is, you know, about 15 to 30 minutes. And, um, you know, you go to trustnota.com, schedule a 15 to 30 minute session with um, IOLTA Guru. My team will try to understand your needs, where you are. And assuming that we feel that we can add value to your practice, we will certainly, you know, enable you and make you a user, help you become a user. So that's kind of, you know, the path there. And at the downside, if that ends up being not a good fit for you today, and we say, listen, we're still building certain things that, you know, probably will benefit you in the future. We'll absolutely tell you that because at the end of the day, like, we're not going to be successful if you're successful. So the interests are absolutely aligned. So at the minimum, I think it's a win-win, you know, schedule 15 to 30 minutes with my team. We'll talk, we'll educate you about the IOLTA accounts. And we feel like uh, the solution we have today will benefit you. We'll let you know. Okay, awesome. And then, yeah, no, I think that's a fantastic approach as well. So, I mean, I think it's a you know, really good, super interesting product. And um, yeah, no, I've, I've definitely learned a lot about IELTS accounts myself <laughs> just the last 20, 30 minutes here, Paul. So super appreciate you coming on the podcast. 
Thank you so much. And if the listeners, uh, you know, have any questions, I'm delighted to hear from them. My email is super easy. Paul at trustnota.com. You know, please feel free to email me with any questions. I'll be more than happy to answer them. Paul at trustnota.com. Okay, fantastic. And then um, we'll have basically the links to uh, the site itself and your email as well, Paul, in the show notes for anyone who wants it. So um, yeah, again, thanks again, Paul. And for everybody else, we'll see you next week, Tuesday at 8 a.m. on another episode of the Law Firm Growth Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. For show notes, free resources, and more, head on over to casefuel.com slash podcast. Looking forward to catching up on the next episode. 